is like you Hi, my name is Dr. Ferdinand Mweke, your host on Truth in Brief, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to this edition of the program. Remember, in Truth in Brief, um, we have been looking at learning from Jesus. Lord Jesus Christ told us, he said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, learn of me. Jesus is the best person that we can learn from. We can learn from his life. We can learn from his example. And of course, we also learn from the things that he taught us. And on today's edition of uh, Truth in Brief, I'd like us to learn from the humility of Jesus. The humility of Jesus. So we are reading from Philippians chapter 2 from verses 5 to 11. Philippians 2 verses 5 to 11. He says, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. You see, in this verse, we are being told that something that was in Christ Jesus should also be in us. Let this be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. That's the plan of God. That everything that was in Christ will be present in the followers of Christ. The obedience of Christ, the humility of Christ, the power of Christ, the love of Christ, and the mind of Christ will also be present in the disciples of Christ and in those that belong to Christ. That is the summary of redemption. Let this be in you which was also in Christ. The same eternal life. Whoa, hallelujah to the Son of God. The same eternal life that was in Christ. Let it also be in you child of God. The mind of Christ, the humility of Christ, the patience of Christ, the peace of Christ in the middle of the storm. Let it also be in you. The Bible says all those whom God foreknew he predestined to be conformed to the image of his son Jesus Christ. He does not say let this be in you, which was also in your general overseer, or which was also in your prophet, or which was also in your man of God. You see, all of these men of God and all of these leaders, we can learn from them, but they are not the perfect pattern. If they are following the Lord Jesus Christ, we can also learn from them. But our prime example is Jesus himself. Let this be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. That is the foundation of all pursuit of Christian maturity. Growth in grace is when the things that are in Christ are now found in us in increasing measure. The same anointing, the same power, the same manifestations of the Spirit of God that we are in Christ, they are now found in us in increasing measure. That is the entire plan. Why is that so? Because God wants us to be conformed to the image of His Son, Jesus Christ. But not just from the outside, from the inside. God wants us to resemble him inside. The time is coming when these, our mortal bodies, will be transformed so that we resemble him even externally. I believe that. The Bible tells us that our bodies will be changed to resemble his glorious body. So let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Notice he's not talking about what people do. Whatever people do or whatever they say, let this same mind that was found in Christ 
let it also be in you. So this Christ Jesus, verse 6 now, was in the form of God. But he did not consider it robbery. He did not consider it, you know, a thing to be held onto. Something to be grasped. He did not view his equality with God as something to cling to. But what did he do? He made himself of no reputation. Taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Look what the Bible is saying about Jesus here. That he was in the form of God. He is God. But he didn't think that being God was something to cling to. Can you imagine somebody who is God? But he didn't, he didn't cling to his prerogatives and to his privileges as God. Can you imagine that? That he has this divinity from all eternity. He is from everlasting to everlasting. He is almighty. He has all power, all wisdom, and all knowledge. But he did not think all of these things to be something to cling onto. If Jesus, who is God, did not think his godhood as something to cling to, why are you thinking your manhood and your, and your manliness and your bigness and your greatness and your high position, why do you think it is something to cling to? If Jesus emptied himself and made himself of no reputation, what do we have that we can call a reputation? That you will not humble yourself. He humbled himself. Being found in fashion. In fact, the Bible says in verse 7, he made himself. Then in verse 8, he said, he humbled himself. You see, the humility of Jesus was not something that anybody did to him. Nobody humbled Jesus. He humbled himself. That's a primary mark of humility. You are called as a child of God to humble yourself. You say, well, you know, I don't know how to humble myself. That is bad news. If you don't know how to humble yourself, then God will have to do it himself. And that is, that is, that is disaster. He that is being often reproved and hardens his neck, the Bible says, will suddenly be broken and without a remedy. He humbled himself. We are called to humble ourselves because it's something we can do. In the book of First Peter, he said, Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that he may exalt you in due time. Humble yourself. See, humility is not just something we say, Oh God, humble me. Oh God, humble me. You have a part to play. Gather everything that you are, and then consider them something. Do you know the cause of all the fight and the cause of all the pride? is because all that we are, they are big in our eyes. You know you are the head of the family. You are the man. Therefore, everybody must obey you. But imagine that you saw your headship of the family not as something to cling to. Just like Jesus saw that the fact he was God was not something to cling to. Can you imagine somebody who is God but he didn't cling to that? He humbled himself. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God so that God can exalt you in due time. And the Bible says he made himself of no reputation. People are interested in their reputations. You are interested in a big name. You are interested in what people think or say about you. But he made himself of no reputation. The magic says he emptied himself. Theologians call that the kenosis. The kenosis. The emptying. 
he emptied himself no wonder jesus says if anybody is going to come after me let him deny himself how could jesus say deny yourself because he himself denied himself if jesus did not deny himself there will have been no salvation nobody would have been saved we are saved because he denied himself he emptied himself of course not denying himself in the sense of denying who he is or denying his personality but he laid himself down he emptied himself of all of his privileges and then the bible says he took the form of a born servant can you imagine that god emmanuel was going to come into the world and he did not take the form of a king he did not take the form of a military conqueror he took the form of a bond servant and he came in the likeness of men can you imagine god entering into a womb to be born to be born by a woman in a manger of all places jesus could have selected where he would have been born but he was born in a manger it was not a mistake it was not an accident it's part of the humility that the son of god humbled himself he made himself of no reputation he came in the likeness of man and then verse 8 said being found in the likeness of a man he humbled himself for that can you imagine even when he now arrived planet earth as a human being he didn't stop the humility the bible said he humbled himself and he became obedient not just obedient but obedient to the point of death not just obedient to the point of death but what kind of death the death of the cross the death of the cross was the most shameful disastrous death that anybody could die it was the romans that invented crucifixion and it was a terrible do you know that it is from crucifixion you get the word excruciating crux is cross excruciating pain it means the pain that is coming from a cross when you say that pain is excruciating it's like the pain that is coming from somebody and for somebody who is nailed to a cross jesus humbled himself look at the kind of death that he died and he was god but he humbled himself now human beings who are human beings they are not god will not humble themselves the pastor the big man of god will not humble himself the husband in the home will not humble himself a wife who is just a woman you are just a woman and you cannot humble yourself that is what is scattering your family but jesus humbled himself he became obedient one of the marks of genuine humility is obedience obedience to the word of god obedience to the authority of the son of god he became obedient to death even the death of the cross before i leave you look at the results of this humility in verse 9 therefore wherefore therefore because he humbled himself therefore god has highly also highly exalted him and has given him the name which is above every name that at the name of jesus what is going to happen every knee should bow and of those in heaven on earth and under the earth and every tongue will confess that jesus christ is lord to the glory of god the father he humbled himself he humbled himself look at the result the result was that he was exalted look at him humbling himself washing the feet of his disciples look at him humbling himself on the cross as they were insulting him 
And as they spat on his face, he could have called 12 legions of angels, but he humbled himself. Look at the shame of the cross. He humbled himself. Humble yourself, my dear brother, my dear sister. The body of Christ, we must humble ourselves. We are too arrogant. This message is for me, it's for you. We need to come down. Sometimes we are facing issues, but we are too proud to humble ourselves before God and seek divine intervention. Pride is a curse in the kingdom of God. The Bible says the proud in heart is an abomination to God. Anybody who is proud, the Bible says, anybody who is exalting his gate, you are looking for destruction. God still resists the proud. Do you understand what it means that God is resisting you? A lot of people are praying prayers. They don't understand why their prayers are not answered. It's because you have not humbled yourself. The scripture we re read in the book of 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, which says, casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you. Verse 6 says, humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. The humbling yourself comes before casting your cares. You see, if you don't humble yourself and you are trying to cast your cares, you will be a proud man that God is resisting. May God not resist you in life. Amen. Do you understand what it means that God is resisting you? You are trying to go come in one direction. God is going in the opposite direction. What a disastrous kind of life. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. This is the way that we can learn from Jesus. He humbled himself. And because he humbled himself, God also has highly exalted him and has given him the name that is above every name. When you humble yourself, then God Almighty himself will exalt you in due time. But those who don't humble themselves, they are setting themselves up for a collision with the God of heaven. My prayer for you is that that will not be your portion. Let's pray together. Well, by the way, I have the class of uh, influence of the School of Divine Priorities here, and they are sharing part of this message. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you. Would you like to pray, everybody in this class? Humble yourself. Lift up your voice and say, Father, I receive this word. I receive this word. I humble myself under the mighty hand of God. Humble yourself to learn. Humble yourself to grow. Humble yourself. Receive a teachable attitude. Humble yourself. What do you think you know? The person who was God that knew everything humbled himself. And then me and you, what do we know? We know in part and we are so proud. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And then God is going to exalt you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we humble ourselves. We come down from our high horses. We repent of our pride. We ask, oh God, that Father, you will give us a humble and a broken, a contrite spirit. That Father, we will be people that walk humbly with our God. According to the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for being with me on today's edition of Truth in Brief. Until next time, when we bring you another edition, remember you can reach me through my phone number plus 234-803-274-3148. And uh, the website is eternityministries.org. Eternityministries.org. Until next time, when we bring you another edition of Truth in Brief, this is your friend and brother reminding you the bigger God gets in your eyes, the tinier your mountains will become. God bless you. Lord of the land and Lord of the sea.